Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, 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 Matt. Hello. What up? Chilling. We're doing a podcast. That's true. That is true. I can feel my hair and it's like bugging me. I have to fix this before we leave. I'm not wearing a hat out tonight. That's the constant, uh, my constant feeling about my mustache. It drives me nuts. I that's, think uh, it's going to get, it's going to get chopped. That's the problem I have with my mustache too. At a, cer- at a certain length, just in general, I start feeling it and I'm like, that's it. You need to get trimmed back down. So I quit feeling you. Yeah. Be seen, not felt. Yeah. That's how I feel about my facial hair. It requires so much maintenance. To like for it to be comfortable, I have to condition it with beard conditioner. And then also put beard oil in it on like almost a daily basis. At max I can do every other day. And that's just too much maintenance for me. We're not high maintenance people, Matt. I'm not seeking to be a high maintenance person either. So I mean, listen, you talk to certain people, they might think we are, but we're really not. We're simple. We're simple folk. It's an easy, you know, lifestyle to lead, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Yeah. I get angry, I shave my face. If I get angry at the facial hair, I don't just yeah. I don't just go get angry at anything and then be like, that's oh, it. I shave my face. I'm going to shave my face as a result. I'm not sitting at work like, God, I hate that guy. I'm going to shave tonight. That'd be an <laughs> interesting quirk to have. <laughs> that would be that'd be in that uh, Millionaire Banshee game. Gets angry but shaves their face. These bottles, this the water bottle I'm using is much louder than the other ones I normally use. Yeah, I also harder see plastic. Has, it's got a different form factor to it. It's they're doing like a multifaceted top there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's complex for no reason, really. Oh, Jesus. Just pulling springs out here trying to look like diamonds. I don't get it. Diamonds in the rough. I don't think that's how water works. Anyway, back to what we're doing. Yeah, might be a quicker episode. Naturally, you know, shorter. Not not a thrilling week for news. No, it is a holiday week. You know, so it's a slower slower week all around for everything. Unless you were shopping. Exactly. And then it was probably insanity because you're stupid. And we're doing this on the 30th instead of the 29th. Saturday. The last day of December. Of November. The last day of November. <laughs> if it was um, the last day of December, I skipped a few things that I should have gone to. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be rough. Yeah, last day of November. So it's, you know, next week will be new deals for PlayStation, Xbox, and Twitch, and 
all that stuff will get talked about, but I'm not talking about them now because I'll talk about them next week. So that saves that topic. <laughs> There's no real new releases, so we're skipping that topic. So other than us bantering, which depends on if you want to listen to it or not, skip another 20 minutes and you'll probably get right into the middle of the news. Um, <clears throat> what have you been up to the last seven days? <laughs> Nothing, really. I mean, as far as games, I've watched my normal regimen of anime, which isn't really much at this point. Um, watch the Mandalorian, which you still have to watch. Uh, I'm officially behind now. Um, yeah, like 30 minute episodes. So I guess it's not a big deal. I'm Um, behind until I feel like catching up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which the episode was fine. Not a crazy, which it's, it's what I would consider a filler episode, but it's still, you know, good. But it's also to the point where if I had known you were watching it before you came here, I would have just watched it anyway. Yeah. But until, I'm just you drop that, until you drop that nugget of information on me today, yeah. I was like, oh, I could have watched it yesterday. Yeah, so yesterday was Black Friday, and I, I work in retail. So basically, my day yesterday was Gone. I woke up, <laughs> I made coffee, I literally drank a cup of coffee, watched The Mandalorian, and then immediately got ready and went to work. And that was my day. I woke um, up, and then I just kind of didn't do anything. I played some games. I realized Matt wasn't coming over, so that kind of threw my plans into a tizzy. Mm-hmm. Todd had to raid, so I didn't do anything. Kenny was apparently having a party, so there was no football manager, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I just it was I was just wasn't getting that I wasn't getting the itch, you know? What yeah, I mean? nothing was grabbing you. Yeah, I like when things grab me, and nothing was. All right, there you go. File that under uh, information that you know to access later. Man, if we had an HR department, we'd both be fired. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, only if that HR person got offended, because I don't think we—I don't think we get offended. Yeah, I don't—I don't know how that works anymore. I don't think anyone does. Um, yeah. So I finished Fallen Order. Um, can I say before you talk about Fallen Order? Yeah. This Mountain Dew Merry mashup mm-hmm. that's going on for their Christmas or holiday uh, flavor. Yeah. That is cherry pomegranate. Mm-hmm. Is quite intriguing. It is. Um, how do you feel about it after drinking a whole bottle of it? The same as I felt when I first started. Okay. It's not... I still don't believe the taste at the end. It's like... It's like... It's slightly close to carbonated cough syrup. Kind of. mm -hmm. But it's not... Like, take away the negative connotations of cough syrup. Yeah, it's it's not... I can't decide if it's good or bad. That's the thing. Yeah, it's... I definitely think it's not bad. Yeah. I think, like, Livewire is bad. Okay. And Code Red are bad. I think this is better than Code Red. Now, whether or not somebody wants to come after me for that's a different discussion. But it's also better. I, I don't think they used the same one last year. I think they used a different flavor for their holiday mm-hmm. one last year. And this is much better. So just that's all I'm saying. Before I forget about my Mountain Dew time. Fall in Order. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, it's game. It is a game. It is a game that will get talked about a lot on this show. Well, we can. We'll discuss it after you finish. I think. Well, we'll we'll, we'll really go in depth with it, but I can easily discuss everything that I'm disappointed with it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, every my arguments from the previous episode when we talked about it stand. You know, it's a cliche story. it gets. I definitely think it gets. I definitely think it gets easier the more you get familiar with it. Like it, you get a you can get a handle on it. And I'm surprised. Are you? Do you legitimately only have two stems? 
Yes, I, I only have two stems. Don't know. Don't know how you're doing that. When, when you're like, yeah, I found ones that increase the capacity or whatever. I was like, what? Yeah. Never so seen them. I played most of the game with between four and five of them. And then towards the end when I was having, I was like kind of just cleaning up things and like I kept having the crashing issues. So I was doing other stuff instead of finishing the main story. Okay. I, I collected the rest of them, which you can get 10 total. Okay. Um, yeah, don't know. Two. Don't know how. Don't know how you're doing that. Just two. God, I've made it this far. I guess so. Yeah, you have. You have made it that far, so. And usually stims aren't the part that kills me. What do you... Falling off the map. Falling off the map. Falling off the map. (laughs) I also learned out something else that might have been contributing to me getting frustrated. Uh, the USB port on my PC that my controller, wireless controller dongle is in, mm-hmm. apparently partially works. Oh. So that might have been a contributing factor on the first half of the game. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe, you're, maybe your computer's like Todd's and it just all of a sudden turns off all his USBs. I have. I think, I've lost. I think that's fixed now. Before he texts me, I think that's fixed <clears> now. But that definitely was a thing where we'd just be playing WoW and everything would disappear. So I have four. I have two USB twos and two USB threes. Okay. And the two twos do not work. They've stopped working a long time ago. Um, I can't remember. Something's broke. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. The two threes were fine, and then. I removed, at least I thought they were fine. The one seems to be working fine. The one that is the culprit, I thought was working fine. And then I removed the wireless dongle to use another device into it. And that device refused to work. And then I moved it to the other USB 3 and it worked fine. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So. Interesting. Yeah. Issues. Anyways, that's all I've been doing. Oh, all right. Nothing so. exciting. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, par for the course, really. Yeah, I was hoping to have played some VR stuff, but uh, that's not the case. The PSVR is hooked up to the PC. The VR games are downloaded to try it out, and uh, I just haven't had time to do it. And the Outer Wilds is still installed, and that's what I'm going to be playing next. So, I look forward to that one. Outer Outer Worlds, I should say. Yeah, Outer Wilds. Oh, Wilds and Worlds are two very different games. Mm-mm. Very different. So, how about you? Me. What about me? Well, you know, twenty-seven years ago, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fateful day. It was a fateful day, in which I graced this world with my presence. No, uh, yeah, it's been. It, like I said, it, yesterday, you know, it was kind of a drag because I just couldn't, nothing was grabbing at me and I was kind of like, all right, I'll play a little bit of Star Wars and then I left Dathomir for the first time and I went, I hate this. Like, I don't, not hate this. I, I'm not mad. I was just disappointed. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's going on the shelf for now. I can't play the rest. Of, I can't play any more of this today because I'm super annoyed. Story-wise, gameplay-wise, just had a few frustrating moments right at the end, and I was like, that's it. That's it. 
walk away, take the break, come back renewed. Then I was like, all right, so what am I going to do now? Well, maybe I'll play some FIFA. Played a little bit of FIFA. Maybe I'll play some Football Manager. No Kenny around. Maybe I'll play some Need for Speed. Couldn't get myself to think about doing that. Maybe I'll play some of the show. So I played some show. Got myself Signature Series Ichiro Suzuki, the new card they put in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. That's done. At the end, at the end time of my show playing, I could feel my hand, my right hand specifically. And I'm, I'm not sick or anything. Okay. Before I preface the rest of this. Having a heart attack? No, no, no. Not, nothing, I, you know, I didn't smell burnt toast. My hand didn't go limp or anything. Uh, but it was constantly getting, like, clammy. Mm-hmm. You know, that old gamer, like, hand sweat problem? I don't know if you have this. Yeah. yeah I do. Where just after, like, a certain bit, just holding onto that plastic for yeah. so long, you just you hand kind of, like, freaks my hands, out. Well, I don't have that. My hands get cold, but... Sweaty. They get clammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they get that clammy. And that just kept happening. And I couldn't... Uh, like, I have, you know, the the bandana you see there. Over there is a sweatband. Just for usually getting something to kind of just rub my hand off real quick and keep going. Didn't help. Nothing was helping. So I was like, oh, what the hell? Do I just not play anything now? Like, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. Because I couldn't do that. So I was like, all right, I'll play some Call of Duty. You know, maybe it's a controller thing, not a mouse thing. Nope, it's a mouse thing, too. And I was like, I don't understand what I need to do. Damn these hands. So it was a whole thing. Played some Borderlands. Same thing. All the same problem. Just sitting too long on stuff. I can almost feel it now. And it's, mm-hmm. I'm not holding on to anything, but I could feel that if I was to play something now. And I don't, maybe it's this room. Maybe this room is having the effect on me. Mm-hmm. And trying to, where, are you going to play with the chords, Max? You want to play Game Boy Advance or something? Boy, you're such a weird cat, bud. Yep, go for it. There you go. All right. I just put a blanket back there and go to sleep. Um, so all all that, right? I was like, mm, there's got to be something I could do. Maybe if I played Pokemon. Nope, because I'm playing with the Pro Controller. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could play with the handheld too, but it's the same same problem. And you are just a bastard. You are a bastard cat that I love. Come on. Make the jump. This is going to be the max podcast for about 30 more seconds. There you go. All right. So how long? How long do we want to bet? I mean, I'm going to go for like five seconds, 10 seconds here. He's going to look around and he's going to just immediately hop down. I'll give him a minute or two. And then I decided, I was like, all right, one thing I know I could probably play, mobile games. Mm -hmm. So there's this game called Archero. Archero? I want to make sure I'm saying that right. And you're an archer, but I think there's just an O at the end of the word archer. (laughs) Yes. And it's just a roguelike thing. You move through levels, and the levels are like one room. When you're moving, you don't shoot. When you stop moving, you start shooting. Okay. So you're just dodging. Do you aim, or is it auto? It's autoed. Okay. So you're just dodging obstacles while still trying to kill things, and you each time you level up, you get uh, like ability buffs and stuff. You shoot multiple arrows. Your arrows cause burning damage. You get a shield around you, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and then there's ways to permanently upgrade your character outside of that too, from the currency you get during those levels, where you get like increased your defenses now or plus five stronger and stuff like that. Thirty seconds. Good job, Max. <laughs> and uh, 
so you, it's just a roguelike, you know, you're going through and he's playing stuff. And I played that for a little bit. And I was just like, all right, cool. That's fun. I think it just gave me something to do. And I was like, I'm, you know what? I want to play Pokemon. I'm going to sit down and play Pokemon. And then I beat Pokemon. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that took a turn quickly. <laughs> so I sat down. Uh, and I was playing Pokemon. And I have, I have beaten. <clears throat> I've completed the main game. Mm-hmm. I still have to go catch uh, Zacian. But that's fine. Because I have the Master Ball now. That's just where I'm going. Officially, I saw the credits. I beat the, you know, main campaign, if you want to call it that. And are there side quests in Pokemon? I beat the main campaign. Uh, and so now that's off my list. That's taken care of. That's good. So now I get to go play the, complete the Pokedex and just kind of hang around and stuff. But the main story of it is done. And well, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. So that moves it into like, the show territory where it's that like moves it moves it into show when territory. you're feeling it yeah you do it yeah or like when I'm playing FM I'll still play that mm-hmm. like just run around and do stuff in there because that's what I was doing the last time Kenny and I played Football Manager was I sat there and wonder traded just the entire time which mm-hmm. means I a wonder trade math you pick a Pokemon and then you just offer it for trade and then the game just goes and finds somebody random who also did the same thing with their Pokemon and it just swaps them. So you have no idea what you're trading for or who you're w- trading with or anything. That's uh, the thing where I keep hearing stories of like Japanese or Korean people who have like stupidly high. They're yep. like trading these. There's also chances of like hacked Pokemon going around mm-hmm. that people have like cheated the system to create them and stuff. I got my level 60 ditto. Uh, I don't think it's IVs are good, but I got to find out still. But I've gotten, yeah, Japanese Pokemon and stuff. But every time if I get a Pokemon that's the same as one I already have, I just make sure I check the stats real quick and then trade away the worst one and just double up again. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, keep the better one. Send the other one on the way. Interesting. I, I sat there for hours just wonder trading that night. And I'm assuming the benefits are net positive usually. Yeah, so far. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's the way I'm using it to kind of complete my Pokedex too. Okay. So rather than just have to hunt them in the game, I could just go find them somewhere mm-hmm. hopefully somebody gives me one i already have all three starters now because i got them through wonder trade um so yeah it's a it's been a fun time though i was i enjoyed the game uh i think their writing needs work which is a weird thing to say but their writing definitely needs work you were the one who was you were i do was the one that was like shitting on it he yes. was the one, okay dewey was truly shitting on it yeah he was the one who was like expecting it to be bad yes okay and you were the one who was generally expecting it to be good yeah or at least not bad yeah 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 i didn't i didn't have the same damn it the same uh reaction that he did to the national decks not being in there and stuff like that yeah which i think he's I don't think he's... And I haven't talked... I haven't mentioned it yet. I was going to mention it probably tonight in our group chat or something. Of, mm-hmm. Unless he's going tonight. I don't know. If he's, if he's meeting with us tonight, then I'll probably just tell him there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm going to text him and tell him to meet us there and then go from there. Um, but I want to know what he's thinking so far. Because I haven't run into any game-breaking anything's really that some people have. Or like I haven't... I didn't really see any visual glitches either. Yeah. But that's a that's a you know single experience. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's the same thing whenever you see stuff on Reddit and Twitter that gets thrown around. Well, how many of that occurrence happened on the scale of ten million dollars, ten million sales? 
how many of those $10 million sales had the same occurrence of a glitch or something like that. Dewey's so. apparently in uh, New York City. Oh, all right. Well, never mind, Dewey. Appreciate you. But anyway, yeah, so that was the... That was Pokemon. It is now into when I feel like a territory. Which isn't a bad territory. Definitely not. I mean, when... It, Shorter. Well, you got through it quicker, I think, right? Than you uh, had anticipated. My, my time is somewhere in like the thirty-one to thirty-two hours. Yeah, but you had like as far as time allotted, rough time allotted to it being the main attraction. I feel like it was. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm fifteenth, so. Yeah, yeah. In terms of it being the main main attraction i guess i was also worried that for some reason uh fm would take more time away from it mm-hmm. but it didn't yeah so that's more of scheduling conflicts probably right. yeah sorry it bugs me because if i sat down to that mouse again i'd be really confused why i was at 1700 dpi not 6000 anyway uh matt dpi instead of nate dpi no 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 seventeen thousand. Oh, I thought you said 1,700. No, and even that's probably too high for you. Yeah. You're probably like 600 DPI. Yeah, I'm like, I'm somewhere between 6 and 8. Uh, meanwhile, I'm like, oh, 3,000? That sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a psychopath. I understand. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I Todd asked me what my number was on it. I probably gave it a 9 out of 10. The only problems I really had with it were that some of the writing was terrible mm-hmm. it, at certain points. And especially the end. Not that a Pokemon game has ever really explained anything, but these explained nothing mm-hmm. until the very end. And even then, the way they explained it was bad. And your rival, in air quotes, is not your rival. He's your friend. So the fact that they call him your rival is terrible. Mm-hmm. It should have been one of other well, two other characters. I've noticed from anime that Japanese culture has a different connotation for rival yeah i think they just mean friend that challenges you to be better yeah when rival should be person you hate and want to murder (laughs) which they did in earlier games yeah like red and whoever else your actual rival were Mm -hmm. you being able to name your rival you actually had a uh abrasive relationship Mm -hmm. where it was oh they're just here to stop you and get in your way but now it's all about we're gonna here to make each other better Except that he's just an annoying shit. And I wish I could have Pokemon fought him. My Pokemon versus him, the human. And then flamethrowered him into oblivion. And I didn't have to see him the rest of the game. Because he's annoying and terribly written. He's basically the annoying child. Like, uh, the annoying child framework that has showed up over the last year. Mm -hmm. With Ava and I think it was Ava and Borderlands. And boy, in God of War, except God of War was only like really angsty for that one sequence. And the rest of these are just bratty children that don't know how to shut the hell up. Yeah. And there's even adults in the game that are like, man, if you would just shut up, you'd probably be so much better. (laughs) But he never hears anything. And your (laughs) character obviously doesn't say anything. But at certain points, I wish I just said, shut up. Maybe that's an interesting concept if you make a Pokemon game Obsidian style. So, like, you can, like, literally Let every NPC is killable in, like, every... 
I would I would just be like, just leave. I'm gonna make you a rival by hating you. Get out of my face. There's two other people that should have actually been your rival by like definition of the word rival, or at least the way Americans, I guess, interpret it. Um and they're not really rivals. The game doesn't treat them that way. They show up more as like miniature road like speed bumps, not mm-hmm. not even roadblocks, speed bumps. Uh and then yeah, just the end of the game's writing is just so you can see they were kind of on a path of like, ooh, we're gonna drop breadcrumbs of like what this mystery might mean or and you can obviously tell what the mystery is in the beginning based on the fact that they have sword and shield and one pokemon is a sword one pokemon is a shield like Mm -hmm. you know what the story is but the way they're telling it to you is like breadcrumbed and they're like ooh, so there's this thing or oh look at this mural what does this mural potentially mean because obviously the characters don't know about what you're seeing Mm -hmm. and then it just gets all right to the end and they're all like oh well of course this 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 and i just started listing off bullet points like if you if you drew out the yarn map of this, you would have had thumbtack yarn, thumbtack yarn, thumbtack yarn, all in a straight line, right until the end. At which point it looks like Charlie Day trying to figure out who murdered somebody with that glorious serial killer string diagram. Mm-hmm. Everything would have been fine, and then it just explodes at the end. And I'm I don't understand. I mean, I get it. I, I do understand because I'm an adult and can comprehend and see where they missed things. Yeah. But oh man, it, oh, it's oh, it just disappoints me to the point where I think for some of them they had children write the dialogue, or mistranslation maybe like maybe a, something didn't translate yeah. well. Maybe it's not translated well. But I I would have to go find the Japanese version. But yeah, it's who boy, it's a thing, Matt. It is a thing. Am I forgetting anything? I'm still watching Man in the High Castle. I've got to catch up on Mandalorian. I have to catch up on Man in the High Castle. I'm a little over halfway through, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I still need to watch Jack Ryan. Star Wars is on the list of things to beat. That's my next need to beat. When that's beaten, it'll probably get uninstalled. Yeah. And when I say probably, I beat it. And then I was like, that was nice. Click, 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 uninstall. And then. Yeah, it'll be nice to just not worry about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm probably going to try to beat Need for Speed Heat. Um, we'll see. I don't even like... Well, that's the thing. We'll see. I like to think I'm going to try to beat it. And then there's all there's this itch in the back of my head that goes, no, you're not. But we'll see. Because that's the only... It'll be that and Fire Emblem are the only two things that I have of like a an actual like storyline to beat in. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty, yeah, I can play the campaign, but that's not going to take me more than a couple more hours. Uh, Borderlands is already done. I'm just running through that when other people are on. The show, there is no such thing as a campaign. Pokemon, there's no more campaign. Uh, my mobile games, there's no campaign. Uh, am I forgetting anything? FIFA doesn't have a campaign. Battlefield campaign, air quotes. But uh, same thing with Call of Duty. They're both just my, there for my multiplayer shooters. Oh, we need to play Wolfenstein. So that'll that'll probably yeah, that'll yeah. cross the list. A couple more hours. Yeah. I honestly think if we sat down on a Sunday, four hours should finish that game. Yeah. Four hours should we should finish the campaign of that game. Yeah. Because they keep just throwing in random missions. But once we finish the campaign, I don't plan on playing it again. And we do need to sit down again at some point and play a Man of Madon. 
Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. That is in the list. Not to mention I'm playing football manager, which is the biggest campaign of all of them. That I'm, like, yeah. I'm out here. I'm managing a team. We're in January now. I've bought two players. I need to fix my tactic because my guys aren't scoring anymore. I'm pretty sure I'm going to set a Premier League record for games finishing in ties. So it's it's been a year. They're the monkey. Football manager is the monkey wrench, man, because it could show up at any time and throw a monkey wrench into your whole game well, here's, plan. Here's the real thing. If football manager shows up, it's not even a monkey wrench. It literally will just take over. If I get a text message that is, hey, you want to play football manager, whatever I'm doing for the most part, my answer just became yes, and I stopped doing whatever I was doing. That being said, I just remembered I have laundry in the dryer downstairs that has been there for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Can I just dry it again? If it was still, it depends on how wet it was when it stopped the first time. No, no, if, if it was in the dryer, so it would be done. It would, okay. it would be dry. Yeah, you just dry it again. Yeah. Fluff it. A, yeah, exactly. Fluff it, yeah. I'm going to have to do that tonight when I get home. All right, well, cool. Uh, welcome to Nate's Chore Podcast. Uh, in case you're curious, he also needs to feed Max and take out the litter. But <laughs> anyway, should we move on? I guess. Straight uh, into the news, then. Here is the new releases. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And here is the segment that's going to replace the news rele- new releases for the second. Uh, we did have a comment based on our last episode, Matt. Okay. And so I will read that to you now uh, without looking at my phone because I think I remember who it's from. It's from a new listener that we have who goes by the name of Chew. 
C-H-U. Mm-hmm. And this person, actually new listener, it's not one of the three. Okay. Or up to four. Okay. And they would like to throw in the hat in the ring of saying, and I'll put it in a deep voice for him because I know he likes this, weirdo. Skyrim is a 10 out of 10 game. Skyrim is a 10 out of 10 game. Is that the whole comment? That is. That is the only comment because we were discussing about what do we think we could give true 10 out of 10 games. Oh, okay. All right. I remember now. God of War, Red Dead. Skyrim uh, is 10 out of 10. He gave Skyrim a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. And I didn't play enough Skyrim to agree or disagree because of that damn winter troll on top of the fucking mountain. <laughs> uh, forgot about that. I I got to that point, kept dying, and said, screw this. Went and did the entire College of Winterhold, came back, lost to him again, and went, I'm done playing this game, and I stopped. 10 out of 10. I get, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. It'd be a 10 out of 10. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, because you can spend, like, I just it's I, not I, uncommon for someone to have played Skyrim and be like, yeah, I put 300 hours into it. But does that mean it's a 10 out of 10? I think I've put years I, into WoW. I, don't I know think if, I don't so. Know if I'm giving it a ten out of ten. I think so because, I mean, so much of Skyrim's one of those temp posts that gets everything gets measured up to or used for comparison or you know what I mean, like referenced in some way in conversations. Like, I mean, yeah, but it's okay. I don't. I'm. I guess I'm just. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not trying to disprove anything. I just, it could be argued that it's a 10 out of 10. We'll right. Say that. I would agree to that. And there's also just the time does not equal score. That's what a lot of it comes to for yeah, me, too. Yeah. Somebody putting instance, 300 to 400 hours into a game doesn't necessarily mean that somebody putting two hours into Journey, mm-hmm. or however long Journey was. Yeah, four hours maybe. Four hours. Almost, not even. I know people that would rate Journey a 10 out of 10. But, you know, it's not 600 hours of... Yeah. I would say it's a 10 out of 10 because it's well-crafted and it is in... it's It reaches those high hour marks, not because the story or game is that long, but because people keep going back to it. Because the what you can do in Skyrim does not account for that in much time. Oh, I took an arrow to the knee. There yeah. used to be a, sh- a soldier like you. <clears throat> oh, something, something, Jarl. Something, something. I can't remember one of the Dragonborn shouts. I was going to do one, but I can't remember one. All right. We got to get Fus into Roda? news. Fusroda? No. Fusroda is a shout. Is that a shout? Yes. <laughs> we got we to gotta speed this up. It's 450. Oh, it's 450? Yeah. All right. Ready for the uh, speed news segment because we have all of about 40 minutes before we need to leave this house. Wait. Do you have well, to go I got to leave sooner. Do you have because... to go home first? Yeah, because I got to get Samantha. Oh, you're picking her up? Okay. Yeah. Um, which okay, is so fine less, because got, the news is not that thrilling this week. We got less than that. Here we go. Uh, do you want e- evens or odds? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take odds. Don't, don't put the up. gun to my head. Um, we're going to kick things off with some sales figures because naturally it's been a slow week for news and, and the natu- sales info is mildly interesting. And it's Black Friday-ish mm-hmm. time. You heathens? Shenmue 3. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Debuted in fourth place in the Japanese charts last week, selling less than 18,000 units. 
<laughs> in a week dominated by Nintendo products. As is often the case in Japan, the week's sales were dominated by the Switch, with Pokemon Sword and Shield holding on to the top spot with more than 382,000 sales. However, while Shenmue 3 was never likely to topple Pokemon, less than 18,000 units may be lower than publisher Deep Silver had hoped from a homegrown Japanese IP on its only console platform. For reference, Platinum Games' Astral Chain sold about twice as many units in its first week in Japan, and Bandai Namco's Code Vein sold about three times more than Shenmue 3 in its first week. Are we surprised? No. No, neither am I. So, speaking of uh, not being surprised, ooh, Matt, I like that I just I only saw the t- the beginning of story three. I like where we're headed. I don't I didn't even read the rest of it. I just like where we're headed. Number two, EA is touting Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order as a success. While the publisher didn't break out any numbers, it did say that the title has sold more digital downloads than any other Star Wars game to date in its first two weeks of availability. EA also said that Fallen Order had the best PC launch of any of its Star Wars games. With that being said, let's remember that in October, the publisher announced that it would start releasing its games on Steam again. When it comes to PC, there isn't a bigger marketplace than Valve's platform. Yeah. Basically, if it didn't if it wasn't the fastest selling PC title, you'd have a bigger on problem on Star Wars. There's yeah, there'd be a serious issue. Yeah. The, it's one of those we can say it was but if it wasn't, yeah. But if it was, yeah. would you believe <laughs> <laughs> it was a lie? It was it was a fabrication. <laughs> no, the, so the uh, the funny thing though is right. Obviously, I have it installed in Origin. Yeah. When I open Epic to play Borderlands, Star Wars is there in my played games library or my library. You are not the only person that's had that complaint, or I don't had know. That, not complaint that uh, has said that. I was just like, oh, that's interesting. I mean, I Other know people it, have made have talked about that. You probably see it pop up on Reddit where the I'm, people have been like, I'm sure they've complained. The games that they play that they purchased through Steam or played in Steam on Steam or whatever right. other thing will then show up as a, a game that they have in their origin library or their epic library. Yeah. But then when they go to they when they click on it, see what happens. Basically, it's just like, oh, you don't own this game like. I haven't tried to do that yet, but I'm sure it's, I'm betting it's just looking for the EXE mm-hmm. that says to start yeah. and it just sees the, cause all of these, I believe have access to your whole hard drive cause they yeah. have to know where to store things and whatever. There's like blank and so scanning just, everything. Yeah. It just sees that it has the EXE and goes, Oh, Star Wars. But if you go to buy Star Wars on the Epic store, it thinks you don't own it. Yeah. But it's just, it's the only game I've noticed it with, but I was just like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I think it also. I think the game also has to be available on Epic for them to look for it. Mm-hmm. So it that's the only one that I have that is available on both. Yeah, because like Borderlands is only on Epic. So yeah, it's interesting though that like I'm sure all of them do it, but like Epic's the only one. That... Oh well, because everybody hates them. It's gonna be the first one that gets found out. And it's yeah, the but, only, they, but they it's... don't hide it though right. either. They're you know? the first. Yeah, they're the ones that also go. You know, we know it's there. <laughs> We're, We're aware. We see you. We don't care. We are legion. Uh, football <laughs> manager 2020. There it is. Is enjoying a strong launch week you in the EMEAA charts. Don't know what that means, but you bet it is. In case you're wondering, EMEAA stands no. <laughs> for Europe, Middle East, Africa, and Australia. Uh, further proof that the United States is still a little backwards when it comes to soccer. Uh, for the week of soccer was in air quotes there. Oh, uh, yeah, for the week of football, Matthew. <laughs> 
Football. For the week of the 24th, the chart has fallen order in second, followed by Modern Warfare third. So, I mean, I think it's kind of impressive. It is the world's game. It is, apparently. But, you know, when you get to take over and manage a team, Matt, the addiction sinks. It gets I, its grips. I wouldn't And then know. you make it to January and you're like, I don't understand what went wrong. And then other teams are, oh, boy. January's been a time. It's been a time. It's been a trying time. I'm sorry to hear that. There's a chance I get fired, but I don't think I will. You say that every time, every season. I haven't. I haven't actually had the meeting yet. Of like, I've only ever had that meeting once. Of like, you need to turn it around, or we're thinking about firing you. Okay. And I've succeeded and turned it around. Uh, but I am in the in the news stories in the game. I am in the top four or whatever in the race to get canned uh, by odds. <laughs> So I'm winning. Right. So I'm winning something. <laughs> Number four, moving on from sales figures, we'll look at acquisitions. Which, guess what, guys, are more sales, just of you know a different kind, a larger quantity, I guess. There was actually a lot of movement in the industry this past week, but we're only going to look at the big ones. First up, wait, all right. So hold on, we want to say big ones. Then this, the story I'm about to bigger read? ones. Okay, bigger, not big ones, bigger ones. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Good clearance. Uh, first up is Beat Games in a post on the Oculus blog today, or whenever we wrote this. Facebook's head of AR slash VR content, Mike Verdu, announced that the company has acquired Beat Games, the studio behind the hit Beat Saber. In the same post, Verdu said Beat Games will continue to ship content and updates for Beat Saber across all currently supported platforms, so it will not be exclusive to Oculus for now. So an interesting trend that I've noticed this week when I was searching for news. With the advent of the announcement from Valve that they're doing another Half-Life game. The VR news getting a little mainstream. Like most of the news this week, which it could be a holdover from like the announcement and still like seeping in, is is uh, VR heavy. Yeah, get down those clicks, man. Tag yeah. those articles VR. Get those clicks. Mm-hmm. Codemasters has acquired Project Cars developer Slightly Mad Studios for a $30 million upfront fee. The acquisition will bring Slightly Mad's racing expertise into the Codemasters organization, which is also a well-established specialist in the genre. The entirety of Slightly Mad's 150-person team will make the transition as part of the deal. There was no mention of Slightly Mad Studios console plans, and I was happy you put that part in there, Matt, because you bet your ass I was thinking of it. I did too. I actually had to search because like literally no one no one makes mention of it. And I'm like, did what happened to this thing? Because everybody probably went shh, 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 shh. Yeah. Since the uh the so the we talked about it I think on the podcast, we did. but the last Ad nauseum, two weeks in a row, I believe. The last update was that they had to withdraw their request for a trademark on the Mad Box because someone else has it. Yeah. And that's that's the last. And he thing. also had put out the call on Twitter, I believe, for somebody to come up with a name. Yep. And nothing has been mentioned since. So probably, that one probably for a good reason, unfortunately. Yeah. And but, I'm yeah. assuming by the statement that the whole team made the transition, they are just gonna Codemasters just gonna be like, yeah, you're making project cars, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Stop. We're not gonna we're not gonna touch anything. Just do what yeah. you need to. But, I mean, Codemasters owns Dirt and all the other stuff. So, mm-hmm. Codemasters is officially your powerhouse racing company. Yeah. And Project Cars fits nicely oh, yeah. into their like, whatever, everything else they make. As we were talking about when you were like, yeah, 
Codemasters bought Slightly Mad, the product card, and I was like, Codemasters wasn't already their publisher? <laughs> like, I thought they were their publisher, not Bandai Namco, who was their publisher. I thought yeah. it was already Codemasters. So if you had told me, like, oh, yeah, Project Cards have been like, yeah, Codemasters and Slightly Mad Studios. Yeah. It definitely does have a Codemasters feel to the game. Like, 100%. I, I, yeah. It fits eight. It's one of those where it's like, that should have been in our portfolio. It's now in my portfolio. And you're yeah. Like, oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Good on them. Uh, Gearbox's hero shooter, Battleborn, is now officially on its deathbed. Wait, officially? Yes. <laughs> it's It's been walking around its deathbed then for the last three years. Yes. Uh, its end promises to be a long, drawn-out one, though. Uh, in an official announcement, uh, it was announced that 2K is beginning the, quote, process of gradually sunsetting Battleborn. Who are you going to upset? Just kill it. Uh, that process appears to be a slow one, with the game losing virtually virtual currency on February twenty fourth. It had microtransactions, <laughs> and it's now it's not officially shuttering its servers until January of twenty twenty one. Another two years. Okay, hey, you know what? Yeah, Power right. on you guys! You kept it going this long. You should have killed it in the in the womb. Yeah, the game has already been delisted from digital storefronts. Two uh, K noted in the announcement that it was sunsetting Battleborn. Uh, quote, to focus our efforts and resources on other projects. Like WWE 2K21. <laughs> Gotta fix that shit. Gotta fix it real bad. Oh, man. Battleborn. Do you remember Battleborn? Did you ever play Battleborn? I didn't play it, but I do recall like I played the beta. Seeing it when it was announced and stuff. I played the beta, and then I think I played it at PAX, too. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was during their time of uh, hero shooters and stuff. Yeah. Everything yeah. was kind of coming out around that. It still had lanes. It was like the hero shooter MMO type lane thing yeah. and whatever. And I was like, whoo, boy, this ain't, uh, ain't going to go good. And it didn't. It did not. Google may be, number six, Google may be looking to copy some of Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed success. Google has made some notable hires at its first party Stadia Studio. Stadia Studio. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> Tempting three scene tempting three senior Assassin's Creed team members away from Ubisoft. Video Games Chronicle reports the trio included Francois Pelland, Mathieu Leduc, and Sebastian Poole, with the latter taking on the role of Je- Director General for <laughs> Director General for Google Stadia Games and Entertainment Studio. I want to be clear. If you can name, because we say Stadia, as is the joke, and I think should be the correct pronunciation, I don't know now if Google listens to this podcast and has decided to double down with naming what is essentially a CEO-type role, the Director General. I love it. (laughs) Director General. I want that title. That's a cool title. But I want to now hear, (laughs) before I continue reading the rest of the story, Declare that Sebastian Poole is the director general for Google's Stadia Games and Entertainment Studio. You'll see your post his poster out later today, where all the normal propaganda will be. <laughs> I just see a portrait of him, like with the the classic Napoleon portrait. I see him extremely with that, but with a bunch of clouds in the background, mm-hmm. and just holding on to a Stadia controller. <laughs> Like that's his sword. Like it's in, it's half in a holster. And he's just mm-hmm. holding on to it. Yeah, that's good. Like but that. you know, chin up, not looking at the picture, looking away from the picture. Mm-hmm. One knee up, almost the Delaware photo. Perfect. One knee up and just. That's, that's perfect. Perfect. You're welcome, Google. <laughs> anyway, the studio was formed in Montreal by another former Ubisoft exec, Jade Raymond. All three of the new recruits have worked on Ubisoft's flagship Assassin's Creed series. 
as has Raymond. Poole, for example, was a key figure for the franchise and served as executive producer from 2009, which is starting with Assassin's Creed 2, to 2014 Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. It goes... Um, I looked at the other stuff that the three... Basically, the three of them are like the core people that do all the Assassin's Creed because the other two worked on all the other Assassin's Creed games in various positions. So... Just don't remake, don't remake Black Flag and we're fine. <laughs> Keep ship combat out of my Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Valve appears to have a significant to have had a significant purge of its Steam marketplace with hundreds of games removed in the last 24 hours. Actually, I think that was like the beginning of the week, so that's not accurate. Cool, so last 168. Yeah. The Ball, removals ballpark were, it. <laughs> the, the removals were first noticed when more than uh, 980 games and soundtracks were added to Steam Tools list of banned apps. Uh, there appears to be no high-profile t- titles among them, and many of them have been available for at least three years. Uh, at first, there was speculation about whether this was Valve's effort to clear the Steam catalog and had a, ahead of the autumn sale, which is happening now, by the way. Um, However, a company spokesperson gave a different explanation to PC Gamer. Valve said, quote, we recently discovered a handful of partners that were abusing. I cannot talk right now. No, you cannot. We recently discovered a handful of partners that were abusing. Oh, my God. Some Steamworks tools. We emailed all the affected partners, end quote. It's not clear what the nature of this abuse is or how many publishers have been affected. Interesting. Yes. Shady business. I mean, yeah, it's shady, but... Nine nine hundred and eighty, and what are you, soundtracks? I don't know what. So, uh, some people on Reddit did some digging, and it looks like they all stem from basically the same company. Um, like it's uh, some sort of Russian publisher that has like multiple other studios ah. and publishers underneath it, and um, Valve just like nicks everything that was related to them. Interesting, yeah. Number eight, speaking of Valve, after four years, Valve has discontinued the highly customizable but notoriously awkward Steam controller. I will have a comment afterwards. I'm going to finish reading, though, unlike my character. Valve confirmed (laughs) The Verge to The Verge that it has ceased manufacturing the gamepad. Launched in 2015, the controller featured two haptic pads in place of joysticks and a myriad of extra buttons for customization. I like that you write customization two different ways in this. Customization and customize. Yeah, customizable. Originally designed for Valve's other ill-fated hardware project, the Steam Machine, the Steam Controller has struggled to find a home competing. (laughs) Struggled to find a home. You get it? Because, like, nobody (laughs) bought them. Uh, Competing against the more traditional range of gamepads. The controller is currently 90% off retail price, and the page warns there is a, quote, limited quantity remaining, end quote. Which I checked before I left, and they're out of stock. In case you're curious, they were selling them for five bucks. Yeah, five doll hairs. I actually was going to buy one, and then I uh, I checked it again today, and it was out of stock, and I was like, shucks. I almost messaged you when I saw it was five dollars, and went, yeah. "Holy shit, they still have them." Shipping was more than the controller itself. So that I ran into that on a different uh, Black Friday sale. I was going to buy some stuff from uh, uh, this guy that I know that does like comics and stuff, and he had a really cool puzzle mm-hmm. on there and i was like oh that'd be a really cool christmas gift and not that my not that prices are ever high max not that prices are ever like 
a thing for me on Christmas gifts or whatever. Mm. But I was like, oh, that's a really good deal. And then the shipping was double the cost of the item because it was Black Friday sale. So it was seven fifty is what I would have got the item for. But then the shipping, no matter what way I did it, the cheapest option was fifteen ninety nine. And I was like, well, that's not happening. Yeah. The Steam controller was five bucks, like he said, and then the shipping I think was eight dollars. So I mean, it was thirteen dollars total, which is—it's still the cheapest controller yeah. you can find. Yeah, I kind of wanted it just to have it because I'm assuming that, like all Valve produced things, like the build quality on it's probably amazing. I I wanted to get one at some point just to play with it. Yeah, that was. I just wanted to see what it was like, and other people on Reddit and stuff were saying, you know, the controller for games kind of sucks, but it's amazing for like a multimedia machine. Like right. if you have like a you know something in your a home theater PC, which I don't. But yeah. All right. Speaking of Valve, Again. some more. Welcome um, <laughs> to the Valve podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's Valve related, we'll say. Oh, all right. uh, CD Projekt Red has assured its investors that Half-Life Alex proposes... Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Hold on. Now now I need to read the same article as you're reading it because you've confused me. Okay, I know, right? CD Projekt Red has ensured its investors that Half-Life Alex poses no threat to the commercial performance of Cyberpunk 2077. That makes sense, and I also agree. All right. Okay. Uh, emphasizing how small the VR market remains in the process. In a Q&A session following the publication of its financial results, Michael Nowakowski, CD Projekt Red's Vice President of uh, Business Development, said, quote, this is going to be a long quote, so I'm going to warn you guys, but it's funny. (laughs) It's It's a long quote, but it's funny. Yeah. So, of course, we've seen the Half-Life PR announcement. I think it was a surprise for everybody, but I think not in the way you are suggesting. And that was in answering to, uh, the, to investors the investors' question. Yeah. Uh, VR remains an extremely niche niche of the market. Like, it's very, very small. The only reason I can think of why Valve has decided to actually put this title in the market is because they actually have a cooperation on the hardware, hardware side of things. Uh, and I assume they are actually planning. This is probably a big effort for them to sort of try to expand this niche. That niche is very, 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 and I could add a few more very here, small. So from the market perspective, are we afraid? No, because it's a very different niche. It's This is an endeavor to sort of try to push the hardware while we are really targeting the mass markets where it is, which is major consoles and the PCs without the need to have the VR gear. End quote. Uh, so yeah, I think it's safe to say... Uh, we will not see a VR title from CD Projekt Red anytime soon. <laughs> I, I would agree, but they're also not wrong. No, that is totally accurate. And I love that, like, I don't know. I love, I I, listen, I looked at some of the other stuff from their investor. I love how, like, just blunt they are about their answer. You know how, like, EA's investor calls, it's like marketing, blo- you know, it's all marketing bloated shit. That Anthem say. sold well for the first Anthem game in its franchise. And yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like the biggest pile of bullshit ever. Then you look at like CD project reds investors call and they're just like, someone will ask them like, you know, uh, do you think your game's going to sell well against competition? And they're like, yeah, because no one's fucking buying that shit over there. All right. We're making games for everyone. I like, mentioned we're making games for everybody. We're on Stadia. We're on every console except for uh, Switch. Mm-hmm. We're on PC, and we're the guys that made The Witcher Three. 
Yeah, they're, they're not to mention one and two, but Witcher three was the one that really I think brought a lot of people in. It's like, yeah, we're fine. It was refreshing to actually get an answer to a question. And the last story, number ten, on the same topic. Again, again. <laughs> We have Xbox boss Phil Spencer's opinion on VR as well. I don't know why I'm doing this voice, <laughs> so I'm going to stop. This comes via the website Stiviver, who interviewed Spencer at XO19 in London. Quote, I have some issues with VR. It's isolating, and I think of games as a communal kind of together experience. We're responding to what our customers are asking for, and nobody's asking for VR. I think we might get there, but yeah, that's not where our focus is, end quote. So does anybody remember the HoloLens? <laughs> that's not coming for gaming, anyway. And Windows Mixed Reality headsets and all that other stuff. Be prepared for the Xbox whatever console title is going to be called next to be AR capable. Or AR games. I think that's where they're probably more headed is AR games, not VR games. Oh, show. It's just an interesting, you know, differ, 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 oh boy. Differentiation? No. Difference. Difference is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. An interesting difference. Yeah. Don't need to sound fancy. Use simple words. Why well, use big word when small word do trick? So, yeah, that's uh, that's the podcast. Running through some news. Enjoyed the leftovers. Don't murder anybody in Christmas stores. The next seven days before we tell you again to not do it. Uh, no items are that important. I stand by that. You don't need to fire a gun if you were cut off in line, as happened in Syracuse. You don't need to try to steal $1,300 of merchandise, as happened in every other store probably throughout the country this year, this week. Just, uh, you know, take your time. It'll all be okay. It'll all be there. And use the online ordering. It's a lot easier. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. None of your kids are that important. And I stand by that. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.